Leeds Live reporting yesterday, Calvin Phillips could be back for the Arsenal game. Now, I'm starting to think a Leeds Live listening to him. From the makers of the I Took My Lad to Leeds podcast. Lad to Leeds breakfast podcast. Thursday, the 12th of November. It's almost Christmas, everyone. I think that's yes. seven weeks till Christmas Day. I think so, roughly. Wow, yeah. Seven weeks. Far, oh, is it six? It's six, is it? Might be, might be. I mean, it's six weeks. Blooming heck. Hmm. Hey, almost Christmas. Are we going to do a podcast on Christmas Day? I mean, we'll probably end up passing it, won't we? Oh, we say like, oh, we yeah. should do one. Like, oh, we definitely will, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we yeah, right. well, why not? Why don't well, we? Well, yeah, but I know why not, though. Why not do one? Yeah, why not? It's not like we're going anywhere, is it? Yeah, isn't it? Anyway, hey, flipping I'm out. leaving our household. I tell you what was a little Christmas present. I don't know if any of you saw. I obviously put it on the socials to brag. Yeah. But um, Leeds Live reporting yesterday, Calvin Phillips could be back for the Arsenal game. Now, I'm starting to think, are Leeds Live listening to us? I went, wow, they're listening to our podcast and they're starting to quote us. We have to be. Can't, because we've said this for the last two episodes, Monday and Tuesday, at quote me, yeah, Calvin Phillips will be back for the Arsenal game. Yeah. I've just got a feeling. I've just got a feeling. It, not educated by anything. So I clicked on uh, Leeds Live, say, all right, okay, let's just wait for the quote. Uh, Dad of uh, uh, Lad to Leeds Breakfast Podcast says, <laughs> uh, no, apparently there's a video going out where Calvin speaks to Leif Davis, and it got out yeah. there, and it's Calvin going, oh, no, it's still sore, mate. It's been sore for ages. I meant to get an injection at the end of the international break. He told Leeds teammate Leif Davis, apparently, in a recent video clip that emerged on social media. Adding to it, I hope I'll be back in time for the Arsenal game. <laughs> so, actually, there is no confirmation. I got really excited yeah. thinking, wow. No, but I, I still do have that feeling. But what Leeds Live said isn't necessarily like he's back for the Arsenal yeah, game. It's, it's just, just that he hopes he, hopes he is. But, you know, I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'm who sure wouldn't? I mean, does. who wouldn't? Uh, but, you know, let, let, I'm building up to news here. I'm building up to a thing. So that's part one of the show. Calvin Phillips potentially back, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Under 23s played last night. Yeah. Not when, We're out of the Papa John's Cup, everyone. <laughs> the Papa John's The Papa Cup. John's. We're out of it. Um, we got beat 3-0 at Blackpool. Yeah. Uh, the under-23 start. We started with the POV. The POV yeah. started. Uh, Cassilia was in goal. Yeah. Uh, Leif Davis started as well. Yeah. Uh, both POV and Leif got uh, subbed at half time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I sat there going, oh, yeah, that's probably because, you know, we didn't want them to play a full game. But I went, well, actually, we've got two weeks. And then, then I went on to think, should Pablo not have played in it? Maybe. You know? Because, yeah, he needs to get some Could've games, done, yeah. even if it was just a half. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm no expert with the physical yeah. part of this. He's, I mean, obviously, he plays high risk of, of injury yeah. know, or increasing the risk of injury. But you just yeah. thought, shouldn't he have got run out, considering he was fit for the Palace game, but he was dropped? Yeah. Let's get him out there and see if he's like got the bit between his teeth. Uh, Perveda, like I say, started in that 11 alongside uh, uh, Green, uh, Sam Greenwood and um, Gildart. They uh, they started. Uh, not a great game, by all yeah. accounts. I, I, I paid my 99 pence to LUTV, so I listened to it. 
Listen. Well, I listen to it. Yeah, I listened to it. You can't even watch did, it. You didn't no, no. I just thought I listened to it and I and I played um as as you know, lad, uh in the last two weeks I've kind of fallen back in love with Red Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And so I thought I'll listen to the Leeds match and I'm going yeah. through the Red Dead Redemption games. Yeah. It's a trilogy because I'm building up to the zombie one. Yeah. Done Red Dead Two, which if you didn't know at all, I'm going off I'm going yeah, off. Yeah. Right. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, uh, not a great game. From the sound of things and I think this is quite interesting, actually, with the under-23s, because when yeah. we started it, I thought it was a great idea. Our under-23s will batter these lot. It's not been the case. No. Barrow, we got a good game against. Uh, we got a point there. Yeah. If we'd won last night, we would have we would have gone up. We would have yeah. gone into the next round. But Akrinson, Sally! They gave us a, uh, a, a bit of a whooping. But by all accounts, I remember we played the clip of their manager saying, you know what, Leeds weren't, the scoreline flatters us a little bit too much. The Leeds lads played really well. But it just shows that even though we've got a bunch of talented lads, you know, that can very easily be overcome with experience, smart heads, yeah. clever, just knowledge of like, Although it's, these are just League One and League Two sides, they're going to have the experience against these lot, you know, because some of them may be like, because some of them may be like, you know, 34-year-old, like, well, peaked in like the 25 years of age but, playing no, for like Hall City in the Prem. Some are young, but they've been playing a lot of League Two, League One. Yeah. So they've been, played a lot of proper professional competitive football yeah and it just proves that like physicality a bit of savviness and because the thing to play in league two in league one you need to be a big tough cookie sometimes it sounded like there was a lot of anxiety around the play of the under 23s from the commentary picked up from ben parker who who was um, the co-commentator and i think they used words like panic and uh, that just feel really unsettled. And I yeah. think that is because they're coming up, but, you know, a, a rough and tumble, not even a rough and tumble, Blackpool, there will be a lot of players who've played championship football in that oh, team. Definitely, yeah. And, you know, it's it kind of just shows. I, I I went in naively going, you know, we've got all these wonder kids, you know. Yeah. Guildhart is going to score hat-tricks in every game. And apparently he missed a sitter that uh, Greenwood yeah. set up for him in this one. So, Hey, over move on. It, you yeah. know, I, I think like a lot of people were saying on social media last night, it's a great experience for those lads to play yeah. against that level and uh, you know have the physical battles yeah. and and you know put themselves up against the wiseness of players who've been playing football for you know sometimes ten years more than the players in that squad. Yeah. Like I said, I, I did wonder if it was a chance to get some of the, like Raf give Raf a half. Yeah, now, if we need to win that game to go through, give Raf. And and uh, although it's, this sounds very offensive, but give Raf and and get um uh oh my god, I forgot his name, Hernandez, of course, know, Hernandez yeah. a, a game in there as well, you know, get those guys in, to yeah, get a little bit more bit between the teeth. Um, in this cup, Alfie McCalmot bagged two two against Bradford on Tuesday night. We didn't. Pick I don't know either way. Where are they playing him? Are they playing him in like a box to box role or something? I don't know, but like we all got told he's kind of like the next Calv, didn't yeah. we? But he, he bagged two goals. One was in the 93rd minute. So Good go on, on Alfie. That's great. Um, and so that like moved me on to knowing all these the, this few stages of development in our team. Yeah. News, players who've played in the under 23s. Calvin's statement, you know, teasing that he wants yeah. to be back, which is essentially what it is, rather than he will be back. But let's let's fantasize and say he would be back. What would the first eleven be in your pivot, knowing who potentially might be available? And I'm pushing Calvin yeah. into that. Who would your starting eleven 
who would fill those positions? So, Meslier... You give yourself a top you don't need okay. to think. Okay, go for yeah. it. So, Meslier, Stuart Dallas, left-back. Um, my two centre-backs would be Cock and Cooper. Right, okay. Right-back, Ailing, CDM Phillips, of course. Um, then, Rodrigo and Click in yeah. the middle of the park. Right mid Rafina, left mid Harrison, and up from Bamford. So, yeah, so really, the only change is, is Rodrigo is, and is Rodrigo and Raf coming back yeah. in. Do you want to know mine? Yeah, didn't do it off the top of my head, did I? Actually, sat down and wrote it down. Here we go, paper. Can you hear it? There you go. In goal, Kiko. Only joking. Out of it. Out of it. There we go. No, not Kiko. Melier. Now, here. Two centre-backs. Cooper, captain. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't what know. Was what was that? I, I have no <laughs> Why were you doing that? Oh, well. Cooper, captain. Ailing. Ooh. In the middle with Coops. I'm resting cock. Cock. I'm resting cock. He's resting Dallas, right back. Yeah. Left back, Alioski. Philip CDM, Click Rodrigo, mm-hmm. on the left Harrison, on the right, who are you saying? Paveda. Your no, your your mouth in Paveda. Yeah. Pablo. Oh. With Rafina ready to come on, he's on the bench, and then up front Bammy. Uh. Yeah, I think that's the team. I mean, that's what we need. Pablo can't. Pablo, why Pablo Pablo, why can't Pablo start? Pablo but you've got Rafinha right and Paveda on the bench ready to come on. I, th- I think Pablo at right mid, I think he's like in the championship. I mean, that's his best position. In, in the championship, yeah. But I think in the Prem, especially, right, especially when like, against Kieran Tierney, he was very fast. I reckon he'll make Kieran <laughs> Tierney left, right. And so Kieran Tierney will be, won't know where he is. He'll be dizzy the amount of times he'd meg him. Yeah, okay. and then what you do is you let Pabs meg him, depending on what happens with Rodrigo and how he yeah. gets on. You know, if say he he's staying on Rodrigo, then you do some Pabs, and you bring the Raf on to torture, to torture. Yeah. But we're playing a ghost cells free. That's why I think Ailing will be better in there with Cooper. Play the player free, don't they? Yeah, and I think Dallas on Aubameyang. Get Dallas on, okay. on him, and and I don't know. I think that'll just be yeah, okay. Okay, I think that cock. I just want to remove from the limelight and let him build into it. Yeah. He's been thrown in there, the poor lad. I want him to build into that centre back. Yeah, and the great thing is he'll have Lorente on his back now as well. Yeah. So there'll be a proper competition to get in. Oh, there, there will be there real will be. proper. That's what I'm thinking anyway. Yeah. Uh, in other football news, Tony Pulis. Favourite to get the Sheffield Wednesday on why, the odds. Why don't they get Eddie Howe? I'll be honest with you, though. To Tony Pulis, if he was still in charge of Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough would probably be in the Premiership. No, no. But I think, you look at you look at the options, I think, I know maybe the funds might not be able to handle it, but you'd think Eddie Howe. Yeah, I don't know if Eddie Howe wants to go. He's a Premiership guy, right? Yeah, but like still, he's worked. He's done his Championship thing. He went into the Premiership and he did wonderful with Bournemouth. You know, but I don't think he'd not back an offer from a Championship club. No, right? Sheffield Wednesday are a bit, uh, you know, like stay away. I mean, Tony Pulis would probably go there last year because they were, promoted because they always year. have because they always have like good players, don't See, they? And then know, they just, just kind of yeah, and it just doesn't seem to go never anywhere. Works. Yeah, there's like something going on with that club. 
Yeah. A bit like what was with us. You know, we went through periods where you had like, okay, they're a great player, they're a great player. Yeah. And it just didn't quite happen. It comes from the top. It's weird how it comes from the top. Yeah. Really affects how it goes, you know. It's, uh, it's not always, you know, you need to have a good run club. We're the perfect example of, of yeah. all of a sudden, look what can happen when your clubs run brilliantly. So here we are, the Merv Awards. Every Leeds player that plays in a first-team match will receive a lad-to-Leeds rating out of 10. And at the end of the season, the player who totals the highest number of points with a bit of averaging going on in there to make it fair will receive the first ever Merv Awards. So the last game we played was Crystal Palace. Yeah. Uh, we've been going through these scores. We've uh, almost done everyone. The highest score we've had is a seven for Click. Yeah. The next high score was a six. Rafina in substitute appearance. The lowest of all been like four so far. No one's got to a three. Uh, Mervyn is our resident bingo machine. He has balls inside him. Those balls have numbers on them. And those numbers represent the shirt number of a Leeds United player that played against Palace. Spin those balls, Merv. Who have we got? Who have we got? Come on. Ooh. Right. Number five, Robin Gock. Okay. Okay. So this is this is an interesting one. An absolute howling performance by him at times. Yeah. But at the same time, I think there were some nice moments from it. Yeah. We gave him a four for the performance against Leicester. You know, I look back on that now, was it too harsh? And I don't think so. I think it was a really, really poor performance, followed by another one. But was it better than Leicester? This is kind of what you can think, see where my fear is going here. I think because for Leicester, you can't, yeah, yeah, you, you kind of gave away quite an obvious goal. You know, that was his fault. But then you could argue for the free kick. Well, yes, he gives away the foul that wins them the free got kick. Done, got but done. however, you, you've got to get hats off to that. that, that it's just an amazing yeah, free I, kick, I, isn't it? I don't it? blame. I, I mean, I blame him for giving away the free kick. But that player had a lot to do. Yeah, I know. I know however, but, you're forgetting about the Dan goal. Yeah, he he was out of position. He was lost. He was pedaling yeah. backwards, and it made it. Everyone goes, "Oh, good, good header by him." Yeah, it was all right, but he had a lot of time to do it. I think was it Coops? Someone was coming up behind him to try and get into yeah. it, but it was Cock who lost him. It was obviously yeah. Cock's player in that moment. Yeah, um, I know. Four? I'm going to go four again. Yeah, I, I was kind of like in that conversation, seeing can we move him to higher than a four? Yeah, go on, Merv. You're sounding a bit squeaky yeah, there, old he boy. Is, he is. Hey. Yes. Yeah, it's a bit squeaky. Squeaky. Number six, Liam Cooper. Ah, I see Coop. So, I, I want to give Coops a six. Yeah. I, I, I don't particularly think it, there was many errors in there, and he did some good forward... I, yeah. He was coming to the ball, and he was attacking it and trying to take it at times. I can definitely remember a, a, a great tackle. Oh, yeah, no. I think it was on Wilfred Zaha. Yeah. He just absolutely halved him. And, 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 I, and I think like, Zaha was like going... Rah! I mean, he yeah. was like, absolutely not. That was a great tackle. Good, solid yeah. one. I want to go in there and see. I think Coops isn't necessarily having that bad a time. He hasn't reached a level of an eight, but he's had three sevens. He had a six against Leicester, which was one of the best ratings against Leicester. Yeah. I'm going to go a six again for that. That's fine. I think Coops, everyone's going, oh, bring Lorente in. 
Watch Coops, man. I think he's he's. Oh god, he's we have building. two more by the way. Well, put one back in okay. randomly. Go right. on. So number so, one. So, oh, Melier. Yeah. A question on that. Could he have done better for the Costa goal? Maybe, but I think, but I think the only way he could have prevented that if he stayed on his line. I think he was expecting the cross into the box, so that's mm. why he kind of came off his line for it. I think it was quite a struggle for him to get back to it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. I get that. That's a good way of putting it. Actually, it was a struggle for him to get back to it, but you kind of look. Was his positioning right for that? There was a load more goals that went in. I don't think he could have done that much about, to be quite honest with you. Not I mean, some people say the Scott Dan header. I mean, could he, could have he done really? For that? I mean, barring in, I mean, if, if a goal if a goal comes off the bar and in, then it's quite hard to save. It's his worst score. We're going five. five? Yeah, five. Agree. Going five yeah. for that? Is it a bit harsh? That no, five? no, no. That sound. Yeah, we're going five. There yeah. you go. There you go. Uh, by the way, yesterday on the Merver Words, you might have heard us mention. Uh, getting all excited and fantasizing about what um, yeah, venue. venue we're going for. Uncle Nick got in touch on yeah. the on the show phone. Um, let me just load up his message, and he just says uh, on the show phone. He goes, suggest suggest Temple Newsom as the venue for the award. Now that's not too far away. Our family comes from. In fact, my my cousin Aaron. Uh, lived moved house he's moved to Otley now but you live right by Temple Newsom yeah um, do you want to see a picture of it lad do you want to see see if you uh, I've, I've just basically typed ten, Temple Newsom venue yeah what do you think looks pretty look good look at that do you reckon is that a picture of a DJ uh, yeah uh, they like have big gigs there I think like Radio 1 yeah, no no Lady and Reed the Leeds festivals there let's have, let's yeah. have a massive let's have a massive oh, rave there like as well there I got and that the Merv Awards. Is that the room there? Click on the room. Click on the room. That, which one? Which uh, one? Top left that? nearly. That? No, to With the, the right. good looking woman to in? right. That one? Yeah. There you go. It's a good room. Because you said you wanted to sit down. Dude, it looks like there's like just long tables there, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll be up for that. I'd be the Palmy thing should be really cheeky and have it in Stockport. Because <laughs> that's where we do the yeah, podcast. There's not, many, there's not many amazing yeah. venues. Though. What do you mean? No, we just have it in our dining venues, room. Eh? Could have it on dining room. I mean, room. That, get, get that, that, I mean that really is not get big the amp, enough. Get you know the amp out, plug our microphone in, just oh, that, 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 to that, the that, that really isn't big enough. And uh, yeah, it's. Um, like literally, be. Do you not think it'd be a bit awkward? <laughs> Calvin Phillips sitting there next to Cooper all. Hello, are you all right? Would you, uh, you know, imagine your mum just walking around going, you yeah, nachos, something <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah, okay. And then we bring out Merv. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> just, uh, I've, would, I've just described yeah. something very, very, very weird there. Uh, the weather around Ellen Road today. Last night it started raining, but guess what? It's going to be dry all day. A bit cooler around Ellen Road, though, yeah. 11 degrees today. And over at Four Parch, it's going to be exactly the same. A bit of rain last night. So the pitches, the outdoor pitches for training, guys, will actually be in quite good nick. That'll be good for some outdoor, I think, fast drills, fast passing drills. Go, go, go. The yeah. ground will be feeling really good, right? Um, we're going to go into what's this now. Yeah. And before uh, I do it, and... In South Korea, the head of our lead South Korean firm messaged us yesterday. He's, he's, he often gets in touch with us, you know, yeah. food produce pitches over in South Korea. This time it isn't. Uh, he knows where it's at. And this time it isn't. He just, he just said this statement. 
interesting how all these other podcasts, because you know at the start of What's This, yeah. we, we'd say the reviews other podcasts have given us and say how great it is because yeah. it is what the biggest game in the podcast, in world. The podcast world. So Ant said, interesting how all these other podcasts have something to say about What's This. But we've not heard what the Squareball Talking Show or LS11 have to say about the game. Well, let me tell you, Ant, as I think I did on the show phone when you sent that through. Believe it or not, oh, they listen. Oh, yeah. Oh, they listen. Yeah, yeah. And even to the point, not only do they listen, they play it. Yeah. Oh, and Ant, even their wives have played the hosts of those oh. One of the wives of one of the hosts of one of those podcasts you mentioned actually played What's This one week. Woo! Yeah. So they're into it, mate. What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? Sponsored by Beelzebul. Because when every fan sees Beelzebul, they say... What's this? This is the biggest game in the podcast world. And guess what? The Talking Shop podcast says we've had more guesses than old Ben has had holidays. The LS11 podcast says Ben Parker prefers playing What's This more than he did his own playing career. And the Square Pole podcast says Moscow White's morning routine involves looking in the bathroom mirror as soon as he gets up and saying to himself, what's this? This is the biggest game in a podcast world. It's what's this? Uh, and that's your noise. Uh, it's a Legion United uh, noise. Uh, All you have to do is guess, what's this? Uh, it's related to Legion United. It's something to do with Legion United. Legion United is your clue to what's this. So all you have to do is guess what it is. Our reigning champ is Sam in North Allerton. Um he, I think he, yeah, he came through on the show phone, did Sam? 0747 on WhatsApp via uh, uh, Wi-Fi. Uh, Socials at Lad to Lead, slip into our DMs. Uh, Lad to Leads at gmail.com if you want to go old school. Uh, Just tell us what's this. Massive, uh, massive uh, amount of Russell Crowe guesses. Yeah. Right? Everyone's thinking Russell Crowe. You led everyone down that path. Uh, now... Obviously, I say we need a specific answer. Yeah. So we've had loads of Russell Crowe guesses through, but it's not the right answer we have received so far. Yeah. So basically, we've had a load been a bit too vague. We, haven't we, they? We've had a load more Russell Crowe guesses yeah. come through. Is basically what I'm leading. Hopefully, to. a bit more precise. Well, here we go. Here we go. We didn't have this one. Will the North Fleet Ninja? Hello, Will. Morning. He actually sent this for Tuesday show. Yeah. He sent this in. Was it Tuesday? No, Wednesday. Yesterday show. God, I'm losing my days. He sent it for Wednesday show, but I missed it, and I'm sorry. But luckily, it's an original Russell Crowe guess. Russell Crowe in the Takers Home documentary saying Adam Forshaw. Adam. 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 Adam Forshaw. Adam Forshaw. You see, Where's he from? Australia. Australia. Adam Forshaw, mate. Mate. Adam Forshaw, mate. Adam. 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 Will, the North Fleet Ninja. I missed it. I'm sorry. You guessed an original Russell Crowe guess. It's not the right answer. Daniel Cheeseman, uh, first-time messenger on, this was via Instagram, Russell Crowe doing the voiceover in the Takers Home trailer. 13 seconds in. Daniel, I love the preciseness of your guess. That's what we're looking for. Is it Russell Crowe from the trailer? It's not Daniel, oh. it's not the right answer. Ali Diaz underscore uh, sent in Ralph Innocent. Doing the voiceover 
for Talk Sport. You mentioned this. Remember? We did. We did. He's picked up and we said that he, the big gruff Yorkshire voice, it's not a big gruff Australian man. It's a big Yorkshire voice. Ali Diaz underscore. It's not the right answer. Kevin Rod 99 is coming with another original Russell Crowe guest. Russell Crowe doing the One Day for Toby video in 2017. That brilliant campaign for that beautiful young lad um, who sadly passed. The One Day for Toby video. Who was he? Was Russell Crowe. You have a little lad and, and Coops brought him on the pitch. Oh, yeah. And everything. And we visited and they did this whole storyline, like, you know, raising money to help him and his family and everything. It was it was fantastic. 2017, that was three years ago, and Russell Crowe got involved. It's not that Whoa. video, Kevin Rob, but I, lo- I love how people are getting this specific. It's great. Yeah. That's where you need to go, guys. That's where you need to go. Rusty Smith has done a curveball and go, you're all wrong with this with this old Ralph Innocent and Russell Crowe vibe. Iliam Meslier. This is Rusty Smith's. Meslier's first interview on LUTV on July the 23rd, 2020. Again, absolute epic techers with that guess. Meslier, first interview, LUTV. Has he... Have we... Has everybody gone down the right, uh, the wrong route? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Russell Crowe. No. Is it Ralph? No. Uh, is it Millier? You've been really French. Yeah. It's a bit too deep for Millier. It's not the right answer, Rusty. Yeah. I was trying to like connect with my French impression yeah. there. <laughs> so it leads for another day. Uh, All you need to do, guys. Uh, nice and simple. Yeah. 0777 just tell us what's this you can do it on the socials at lad to lead slip into our dms or email lad to lead at gmail.com there you go i'll tuck you away whatever you are you pesky little noise hey it's got everyone going do you know what it's my favorite noise i know i've said this every time i just like it i like the way it's taking everyone it's a bit different from like the commentaries we've done before and all that kind of thing I like it's keeping yeah. it's keeping everybody's minds like moving in a different way, and I like that. That's good. That's what breakfast shows are here the to do. Spy in the sky, sponsored by tissues from Frank Lampard. It's incredible, perfect for managers who can't stop crying. Boo-hoo. Yeah, you're right there, lad. Up yes, there, up there in the sky, lovely yeah. stuff, lad. He's up there above Ellen Road right now, hovering above God's place because he's been out in his spy cop to spying on Leeds United's next opposition. But as we know. We've got this horrific two-week break of internationals where we just spend two weeks praying no one gets injured. But what he does do is go and spies on our Leeds players' next opposition on the international scene. So we've had the USA for Tyler Roberts. We had Click's next opposition, didn't we? Today, what we got, lad? Well, so actually, um, Alioski, but for Macedonia. Ah, right. So, you know, his country I plays for. Yeah. Um, Actually, Alioski can speak five languages. Yeah. He can speak German, Italian, English, Albanish, and Macedonian. I think I did know that. Have we done this before? What are those languages again? So it's it's something German, Italian, English, Albanish, and Macedonian. Yeah. But also, apparently, he can speak a little bit of Spanish and French. I wonder why 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 those. You know, how did he fall into that? But So, like, well, you kind of get the English bit. Macedonia, Macedonia and Albania, they're, like, relatively close to each other. Right. So maybe when he was younger, he probably had to, like, speak, like, 
like you know how you always have to yeah. take like a Spanish, French, or German class now. Yeah. Maybe you have to take like Albanian and something like that. Right. And I got I mean, Italian. Did he play in Italy? I don't know. I don't, I don't think know so. About, I think it was Switzerland. I don't it? know about Germany. It was a Swiss club we got him from. Yeah. Then obviously just, he plays for England. Isn't it interesting how he just he got? You know, why did you end yeah. up learning? You know, if you think about you now and how. You, as soon as got to your GCSE choices, you dropped languages like they were a hot rock. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You, you just, like, moved on. Like, imagine going, do you know what? I'll do German, I'll do this, I'll do that. There was something I, with with football had to do with it, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I, I would have thought so. Yeah. Good on him, though. I mean, that's class. That's class. I mean, yeah. when, the way he behaves, you wouldn't think he was that, that oh, into yeah. that kind of thing. But, you know, just yeah. never judge a book by its cover, guys. What are the roads like around Ellen Road? So, there is light traffic around Ellen Road, but there is a queue at McDonald's drive through Oh, double Big Macs on its way. The spy in the sky. <laughs> yeah, so there's lots of internationals happening with our guys. The big Scotland game tonight uh stay fit coops but the best of luck with that one best of, we know we've got a yep. lot of listeners in scotland so come on scotland you can do this uh dallas in for northern ireland no doubt again dallas please stay fit a lot of listeners over there in ireland hope it goes well for you i think they're all right though right northern ireland are sound right no, i still think it's a big game is it a big game is it because they're probably hyping up scotland and northern ireland right well the best of luck guys i hope you do Pretty it sure um, they were you know, we'll obviously just look after our players, though, right? And, uh, and uh, I hope you win, and I hope it goes your way, but, you know, absolutely make then sure... we can get you in the group stage yeah. in the... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Imagine, yeah, absolutely. That's, that'll, be, that'll be lots of fun. So, hey, LUFC Lewis, if you don't follow him, get on his YouTube channels, just LUFC Lewis. Get on his socials and all that. He dropped a little teaser. Now, LUFC Lewis makes Leeds documentaries every now and then, and they're really good. Yeah. My, my favourite one is the one where he, he deep-dived into to the history of yeah. Man United rivalry, okay? Yeah. And he just did this little teaser and it was like a video of him just clicking through folders on yeah. his Mac and he got through to this video file that was labelled Leeds United versus Chelsea, the rivalry. That'll be a good one. Because yeah. I've always said to you, there's a big Chelsea, because you've never really experienced a Chelsea rivalry. You've just kind of heard it by hand. So that's, these are things, you, like the, the young'uns, you listen to you should watch his videos. Yeah. Go check those out. And there's obviously a Chelsea one coming on, which is great. Let's end the show by doing what we always love to do. Looking at that league table, that yes. Premier League table, and sitting there at fifteenth are our boys. We're looking good there, guys. You have a wonderful Thursday. Yep. Almost a weekend. Yeah.